thanks to Freezepipe for sponsoring this episode. Freezepipe is a small, American-owned online smoke shop that makes a unique line of freezable bongs, bubblers, pipes, and more. These thick glass pieces all feature various combinations of glycerin coils, which work to cool smoke down by over 300 degrees. My favorites are the hand pipe, bubbler, and climb recycler, and I absolutely love their e-nail. Go to their website, thefreezepipe.com, and use the discount code THESTASH10 to save on any of their products. And also put a link down in the video description section below. This episode is brought to you by AC Infinity. The Ion Beam Kit is AC Infinity's full-spectrum LED bar lighting. This kit includes a lighting controller, four LED grow light bars, and four steel bars that allow for flexible mounting on any part of the grow tent. Its unibody housing and aluminum board feature full-spectrum Samsung LM301H white LEDs. And the beauty of it is, you can integrate this with all the AC Infinity products in your garden. And if for some reason you don't already have the Controller 6.9 Pro, well, this kit includes an innovative controller that features four brightness intensity levels and four daily timer settings. This LED is not only efficient, but very affordable, especially when using that discount code, the stash 15 at checkout. Now, the only problem is I, I vegged synthetic and I switched partway through to a super soil. And it's a little ballsy, but a few weeks in, I noticed a little bit of, I mean, not a ton, but a little paling out, we'll say, and a little bit of purpling of the stem. And I didn't intentionally want to veg it this long, but to bring it back, that's the beauty of not having an auto, is without you know the capability to extend the veg time, this plant wouldn't have done as well. And I took a lot of clones from it, so it was already having some stress, and then transitioning into the organic mix, it was ballsy to do midway through, but I didn't anticipate to keep this plant. When you bring something from a commercial setting to a smaller, less, uh, less fed or less PPM grow, usually you'll notice the difference of that particular cultivar not doing as well. This one transitioned really well. I was surprised. Like it, it, it held up, had a little bit of stress, but I mean, it, we're, we're going from feeding 13 times a day and early on it's crazy as high as 8.3 EC. Yeah for a little bit it's a crop steering technique and then drop down but um to my home grow with an organic mix and she's doing pretty good so i'm happy to see that but it was a stressful few weeks transitioning into it you said it's a super soil what's the blend what's in that super soil i'm just using the build a soil 3.0 mix the oh, okay yeah yeah i've had it now for quite a while i've just been reusing it and then reamending consistently it's it was a great investment, man. It was 25 bucks, and it was essentially going to take care of a 15-gallon pot. And it was a little less than that, like a little lower. So I bought a second bag. But I've been able to keep this now for like a couple of years. I mean, the last time I, I put it, the video out on my channel, the uh, my first organic run with Headbanger, it was the same soil. It's, it's better than ever right now. Man, it's great being able to reuse the soil over and over again. I think I'm on my fifth run uh of this soil that i've been using and you know i was doing organic just re-amending things in kind of in a blind fashion right just adding in a, a fertilizer blend um and then uh you know i was in seven gallon containers and now i've upped it to 10 gallon containers so definitely getting a little bit a little bit bigger and this runs the best run out of it all and i don't know if it's just because i'm in a bigger container now or if it's just because the soil just gets better and better and better as the years goes on. But um, yeah, I have uh, three plants right now in 10 gallon containers and they all look fantastic. All reused soil from like five runs ago. It's a combination of both, man, between having good quality soil and a good quality pot to live in. 
Um, one of the smartest decisions I made was moving from a seven. I know it sounds not that big, but from a seven to a ten-gallon pot. I was kind of I was kind of in the theory that minimum should have been five for indoor, but now it's like with the size of the plants, it's like wow. Or, or five was kind of where I was maxing out. Sorry, not minimum. Five was kind of where I was maxing out. And then as I was kind of increasing the size of my plants, I started to realize that I was finding seven was more ideal. But then I, there's no big difference in two gallons. I went to 10. Oh my gosh. Growing in 10 gallon pots, I think is actually the, is the hack because you're not in your garden every day, you know, late flower, you, you, you're, you're, you're growing in a five or seven gallon pot, late flower, you're watering every single day. Because if not, those the root system is so developed that it's just sucking water. So I find if you're in a 10 gallon pot, you can skip a day, which is really nice. Skip a day of work anyways. You're still, you want to get in the garden, be visual, be, be vigilant. But um, 10 gallons, man, get that extra day of not having to lug water into the garden. Water retention, big. That, that's my travel hack as I transplant into a larger container. So that way I could be like, yo, ma, just water once. When I get back, I got, it. you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it'll be in a... 10, 15 gallon container. I remember when I first started growing, I was always in big, big containers. I used to do 25 gallon smart pots. And half the time I didn't veg long enough for those roots to expand all the way to the edge of the, the pot itself, but I didn't have to water all the time. And for me, that was really nice. Now with automation, I'm not as worried about that. I mean, I guess partial automation, I'm using the AC Infinity Wick system bases. And when you're using the organic side, it's beautiful. I mean, it's so convenient. And the fact that I'm in the five gallon pot right now in a smart pot. It's so, or fabric pot. It's so, uh, I wouldn't say root bound, but those roots are just sucking up the water. If I wasn't using this, I'd be in there every single day watering, every single day. And now I don't really have to do anything but go in there and check the plant out and train it. And I feel like when I have less watering and feeding issues, or not issues, but time, I can really train my plant. Like I didn't top it once and I had low stress train just the, the crap out of it since I'm edited. And uh, I've got at least probably 12 good tops, solid, easily. And everything's evenly dispersed, very, very nice looking plant. And plus, I took all these cuts and you couldn't even tell. It just looked like I trained it. So I think it's really about like, I've got more time to train the plant and focus on the top part because the bottom is kind of an automation. I've got a battery essentially, which is my 15 gallons worth of organic super soil. And I've got my... Uh, you know, feeding out the oil, so to speak, coming in from the bottom with the wicking system, keeping that engine going. So it's really nice. What's the, uh, I have yet to use the AC Infinity Auto watering system, but what is like, what's the capacity as far as water on, on that bottom saucer there? I think it's two gallons. Two gallons. Okay. So, so you like often much, have to fill that up. Because it's the wicking style. So I'll usually water once a week, uh, like top water, so to speak. And then the bottom will maintain it. So I only got to do two waterings a week. It's really nice. And then I'll just take the, the base out. Why don't you take the base out? I just pour more water into it because it's just plain RO water. It's really nice. That's I awesome. Yeah. yeah, it makes it so much easier, man. I've got the, I just installed the blue mats again and uh, got those running. I uh, just took up the carrots right now, ran out of time. I was still installing it right before my lights went off. So. I just got the carrots in and I'm about to install the distribution drippers. So I ended up investing in those and that's just basically an attachment. You're attaching them to the actual, um, the carrots and kind of wrapping it around. So it distributes 
the drips throughout the whole container size. And I think with the 10 gallons, it should work out a lot better, you know, having that distributed across the pot rather than just drip in one section. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like uh, the only person who hasn't got on this train here is Mr. Pigeons 420. I remember we had a conversation about tents a long time ago and he's like, nah, and now he loves them. I think oh, no, I should be there. No, I should be there. There's no doubt. You about got him. Didn't uh, you get this, those pots? These, or the bases? Yeah, I want to. St- I just. I want to just correct Chris. Uh, they're self watering pots, not auto watering pots. Mm. This this was a this was a mistake that I was actually making quite often. It, it doesn't automatically water. It's self watering, so it just provides water through the wicking system um that's about the only time i will ever correct chris so let's just dunk oh <laughs> i did it, I did it. Uh, it's all it's the same must be real it's what that's well, I, think all. The, I think the that's big difference in terms of the self-watering versus the auto watering is it's a lot harder to crop steer with self-watering it's going to take up what it takes up auto watering you could say i'm going to hit it 10 times a day tiny amounts and, and push it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to increase the EC dramatically at this point. I think the auto watering is a little different. Self-watering, the fact that it's not, um, I, I'd say the same thing with the blue mat too. It's like, it's taking exactly what it wants versus being force fed. So that's not an auto watering system, blue mats. What about mm-hmm. auto pots with it's the, it's the wick system going up? Is that not an auto watering system? That's a self watering system. I mean, technically, again, it's one of those things that's split in hairs, but I feel like when somebody was, if they're looking to get auto watering, it'd be like, well, what are you looking to do just to simplify your feeding process? Or are you looking to crop steer your cultivars and push it even more? You want to be able to dial in your EC and be able to have like micro feeding, but macro results. Are you trying to just not be in your grow much? Like what's your goal? You know what I I'm think, saying? I think a lot of it is in the name. It's auto auto watering. So that's automatic. Right, meaning like you you have the ability to control it. So whereas self watering the plant, the plant waters itself. In other words, it's like it's just taking up its own watering. There's no uh, there's nothing about it that's gonna make that automatic. It's it's gonna happen on its own. It's manual. And like I get Chris's point though, because technically it's automatically being watered because it's automatically, <laughs> and I get that. But it's like I mean, it's like if we're classifying it as a category. Know. I feel like to simplify it for Beat this a new horse. person, the auto watering would be like more mechanical or or electronic, so to speak. Versus self watering is going to be something where you're utilizing, uh, you know, a system to pull water in as it's needed so to speak. You know what I'm saying? One is like doing whatever you want automatically. One is letting the system work itself. I think, I think the definitions have actually gotten just skewed over the years. I think we've just, it's a wick system. That's what it yeah, is. That, it's, it's, that's much more clear. That's yeah. more accurate. Yes. Much that's more a, it's a wick system. And now that we have auto pots that are just wicking water, but they're called autopilot. It starts to change the definition a little bit, you know, only because we're now referring to it as its 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 product name. It's called as an autopilot as a category as an yeah. auto watering system. Um, but good question. Have you guys seen the those ProMix peat containers? Like you, you essentially, it's a bale of coco coir, coco coir, coco coir. And you essentially just add water, and it fills up to its particular particular size. You just yeah, planted. We saw that at uh, oh MJ yeah, Bizcon, right? MJ Bizcon. Is that where it was? 
Yeah. 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 Okay. Same idea. It's like it's like you buy it. It's this big. Add water. It it swells up. It's got a little uh, center pot in the middle. Pot a pot pot or whatever. Pot bowl. Pot. Yeah. You just put it in there, and away you go. And essentially, it's the bags have slits in the bottom, and uh, yeah, it's it's a pot of soil to go. I think that's what the masses of people are starting to shift to is set it and forget it, buy it and go easy peasy, especially when you're getting to cities, not rural areas, but cities like in apartments. They're like, well, shit, I don't have the space to go and mix all this soil up and do all this stuff. You know, it's somebody who's like, I'm just going to get a brick or a rock wool or something and put it into the AC infinity tent, crank it up. Let's go. You know, versus somebody who has more space. They're gonna be like, I'm going to be in my basement and I'm going to get a big kiddie pool. And I'm going to mix together a bunch of soil and amendments, you know, or out back or wherever they're going to do it. The city uh, growth in terms of growers, I feel like is where you're seeing the explosion. A lot of these uh, ready to go products. This is cool. I like it, but the, you're paying more essentially for those things when there's other products that can do that, but you have to DIY it. It's going to cost more money. Yeah. Like, and things definitely make things a little bit easier. Um, I don't think I would ever go that route. I'm pretty happy with soil. Um, and, uh, but it's cool to have a cocoa option where it's kind of ready to easy, ready and easy to use right off the bat like that. So that's cool. I have yeah, a couple of okay. friends that grow in the bags. They like the plastic bags, you know, that, yeah. are, that are meant to be grow pots. You know, it's, I'd never really got into that, but, um, yeah, I have a couple of friends that really, really just, they always use those for whatever reason. I have yeah. only ever used potting soil, you know, or potting mix, sorry. Um, a soilless medium, I guess is the best way to put it because people often confuse potting mix with soil and, you know, um, there, there is a difference, you know, soil is a self-contained environment in my opinion, habitat. And then potting mix is inert. There's nothing in it that's going to really give you any kind of food or any kind of substance, 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 substance. And, uh, yeah, you can actually reuse your potting soil too, or your potting mix. Um, a lot of people don't, you know, I use H, uh, pro mix HP comes in a big bale. You can just clean it out, kind of flush it, drench it. People don't do that. And then they waste it. I don't know what they do with it. Throw it out. I used to level my lawn with it. Yeah. My, my dad's backyard is like maybe two feet up higher. Than <laughs> <laughs> like literally, right? if you, they had to get an egress window put in them. Cause like you can see, <laughs> you can't open it. It's crazy, man. Like the whole backyard is just soil galore. But Fire that was the bro science days were there. And it's like, no, it's too much salt for salt. You just got to throw it out. You can't have it in there. There was no like, oh, well rinse it. Yeah clean it clean it like how clean bad it. is it really you know when you have a problem yeah you just had a good plant it. in there yeah like how bad is it you know what i mean like you just harvested and you probably flushed because this is years ago so you know what i mean like use it now don't get me wrong uh, if you don't want to reuse it for whatever it does level your yard just fine you can plant outside with it don't put it in the garbage you know i used to have a buddy who'd come by with a truck and pick it up bring it out of the country up to all the growers, we go take your old dirt, you just bring it out back there, make compost and organic growing, you know. And it's, it's smart I, again. I feel like sustainability is the, the key nowadays with growing because it's not uh, a home grow industry as much as it used to be, we'll say. So, you got to think about ways to 
make it more affordable for yourself. But then also time is huge. So for those who don't have the time to do it, it's easier to just grab another bale of pro mix and move on. You know what I'm saying? It truly is. Take your pot, toss it out, just go grab more, you know, but it's like, it's definitely better to reuse. That's a, a big reason I like using uh, like fabric pots is because they're so easy to just get out of there, hose them down thoroughly. I'm the kind of douchebag who will go to my local laundromat. I do it at home and toss make it the wife deal the, with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have wife. So <laughs> I go no, to she, the laundry she mat. Like she, she doesn't care. She throws them in the washing machine. Like, don't get me wrong. You, you give it a good little, I take them outside and I, 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 I yeah, give yeah. it one of these, get it as, you know, but it doesn't get it all, but throw it in the washing machine and then throw it in the dryer and then you vacuum out the dryer. Um, yeah. It, it works. It works. I got a new dryer. It works. Still got a new dryer. I've been doing it for years. It's so. good for now. Yeah. It works for <laughs> it'll me. Be, it'll be just so full of soil and dirt build up and shit. It's like, uh, uh. Yeah, well, need a new dryer. They're only good for three years anyway. <laughs> that's what I bought it for. It was just for this. I think that's where, like, the the big focus now, you know, with at least in, in Michigan here, we've got so many large grocery stores closing, and everyone's like, no one's growing. No one's growing. I don't think so. I think people are just becoming smarter and they're pivoting instead of quitting. And they're, you know, you've got people using LEDs, so they're not coming to buying bulbs all the time. You got people who are doing organic soils, so they're not coming to buying nutrients all the time. They're probably not even buying soil all the time. Once they get their mix, they order a few things online and they never come back, you know? I don't think it's the fact that there's so many less people growing. I think there's just so many people who are growing organically now or alternative ways, so to speak. And that's really the new evolution. Is people are going back to the roots, but now using real science versus just like, yeah, just throw this, this, this. There's actual data to go with it. It just makes it so the the commercial grows. They can't go that route because they can't take two, three years to have a good soil mix. You know what I'm saying? So they maintain for these big companies that still are able to sell nutrients like Athena and all these large brands because the commercial grows will still buy a ton of it. As where in Michigan, there's like two organic grows here. And no offense to them, the smoke's not very good. And the cost is insane. Like, it's ridiculous because for them, their startup fees so expensive versus someone who's just drowning their plants in nutrients. But it's making it so the home grow market's having to shift into this organic area. And I'm cool with that. I feel like it's better for the masses to be able to have a sustainable garden, something they could do on their own. But then at the same time, it's hurting a lot of the grow industry. So it's a tough give and take. But I'm happy that people are becoming more self-aware and doing stuff on their own instead of just reading the back of a a bottle and following like a little recipe that they have no idea why or what being being environmentally conscious i somebody commented because i made a call or i made a i was made a video earlier this week about uh about cloning and not using rock wool cubes because they're not environmentally friendly somebody commented that's right pigeons they're not how's that truck and i was just <laughs> like <laughs> i was like well you know what like yeah i, I think it's I good like, I like to I like to shoot guns and I also like to dirt bike. But the thing is, is that you, you, the thing is, is that it's like I can also be not nah, I can also not be an arsehole at the same time. You know, it's like I also don't litter uh, when I when I have garbage. I typically put it in my pocket. You know, um, I, I clean up after myself. I, I try to get out and walk. You know, there's a million things that you can do. You re I recycle. You know, there's a million things that I could not do because I drive a truck or because I dirt bike or do all those things, but rather there are things that I can do to make the right decisions to be environmentally friendly or at least sustainable. And one of those things is not using Rockwell cubes. 
And so, especially when you can like just buy peat pots, like rock wool cubes aren't like they're not even reusable. You know what I mean? Like so, it's like they just go straight into the dirt. So I just use a peat moss or a peat pellet or whatever. You add water and they just swell up. Add the clone in that, set it and forget it. But yeah, sustainability is important. I think you can still make good decisions in the garden, even though they're it, like minor. What if every single person thought the same way, right? And planted giant rock wool cubes for every tree that was planted, you know? Anyways. I haven't had good luck with those. You talk about those uh, small peat ones. I haven't used those ones, but like the plugs, um, I just don't like how you, I mean, you got to transplant out of them so quickly. How long can do you get out of one of those peat plugs? Oh, like the a while you know what i mean like weeks oh yeah yeah oh totally because i've had clones sit in those damn things for yeah weeks to say the least yeah. uh they've like been green and healthy the entire time oh yeah, I've, I've yeah had you gotta keep roots. them wo- moist and wet like oh yeah i've had roots coming out the end yeah like you know? all the way around i'm like whoa and but you what you, you just a nutrient solution to it to keep it moist oh. or Oh, just no, water. just water. Just, just water. I spit on it. Yeah. <laughs> Grow, little one. What do you Grow. Um, no, and no transplant either because all you got, because it's a little peat pellet. So you just plop that thing right into the soil and away you go. It's, it's, yeah, it's, and they're, they're not expensive. In fair, in fact, I almost am certain. No, I, you can buy Rockwell cubes like in, in sheets. It's not expensive. Yeah. It's not expensive. Well, maybe I'll try out those plugs in the future. Because hey, yeah. I wouldn't call it a plug. I wouldn't call it a plug because the plug implies that it's like it's plugging something, but it's like a it's a pellet. Pellet, peat pellet, peat pellet. Yep. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah, peat yeah. pellets. Nope. Don't we all have organic plugs? Organic plug. That's the ones I don't. I'm not too crazy about. And I yeah. did the yellowed after like seven. 10 days it's like starting to yellow i'm just like what the heck it's like okay well yeah i mean i, I guess i need some. to transplant out of it now i need to plant it in somewhere and i keep buying so. peapots i forgot i had those things <laughs> yeah yeah i know they're just sitting oh curse i use an uh, uh aeroponic cloner myself i personally like that better problem is if you don't get right to it i've noticed that it's like the plant thinks it's hydro now it's like oh we're in dwc baby you know, because it's like those roots get crazy long sometimes and they'll be all the way to the bottom and start tangling with stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like literally within one day from I'm seeing it, not starting, but one day of looking at it where there's some teeth or like a little bit, just a start, little bump. Next day they're hanging down. I'm like, whoa, oh, like I got another. Oh, there's one, Jesse, um, where I've got to essentially like transplant immediately or it's wonky. Like it takes a while for it to transition into the media. And I feel like that's more the fact that I've left it too long in that environment and it's starting to grow in water, so to speak. Once I switch it up, it just doesn't take off immediately. Sometimes it'll get a little yellow even. So I got to catch it right away. You know, and usually it's about seven to 10 days ballpark. It's pretty quick. That's what I like about it. Just you got to use electricity. Power goes out. Meh, that's a problem. Yeah, I, I like. I, I'm gonna get flack in the comments. They're gonna be like, "Damn you, pigeons! Those peat pellets cost five dollars for 12. I know I am, but uh, I, yeah, I think it's. I think it's a solid. Uh, I think it's a solid way to go, man. And it's easy. It's it's almost like just growing in a little pot. 
You know what I mean? It's just like miniature growing if you think about it, you know? And then that thing can go in. I've also been u- I've also used those um they're like cardboard pots. They're like those little they're biodegradable ones and you can once you take it from a pea pellet, you can put it into a little tiny pot and then those things once they get wet, the roots can work their way right through it. Like there's so many options and I'm almost certain that those are recycled materials too. So you're using yeah, you're using recyclables even. And those are biodegradable. Yeah, I was using um grow stones for a while as uh when I was doing DWC, it's like recycled glass. It's like pieces of glass in there cuz it could be bro science, but a lot of people are saying the hydrogen is like from caves that people are blowing up and like areas in Russia and all this crazy stuff. It's just really bad for the earth. Bro science, I listened to it, didn't even question it. I was like, oh, so I bought these other ones and they work good, but they're, it, I don't know, a little different in terms of how the roots grow through there. It's just not, not quite the same versus like the roundness of the little clay pebbles, but it's like, you definitely want to think about sustainability, not just from a dollar standpoint, but from a growth standpoint, it could be just all, you know, propaganda. But at one point there was a lot of articles going around about the massive impact of home grows on the electrical usage in America. There's a huge spike in areas that had legalization, which you know just drains on our earth more. So it's, I get those things that people uh, are concerned about, but on the selfish side, you got to think your dollars and cents too. So if you're that kind of person, both ends, whether it be earth or your pockets, like switching up what you're growing with to make it better for yourself and for the earth is huge. Problem is a lot of times the stuff better for the earth usually can cost more money. Always. Like when there's the word organic, when it's Amri approved, anything like that, it's always a little more money. Just happens to be. Has to be. It's frustrating. You know, like I've all, go ahead, Chris. Uh, I was just going to say that I've had really good luck starting out in the one gallon containers and um, really kind of making things easy as possible. One gallon containers starting there. I'm talking about from seed. I mean, I guess you could do clone as well. I've done that before. Uh, but usually I start with seed, um, sprouts. You got 20 days. You can even push it longer than that in that one container. Shape it the way you want with LST and stuff like that. Obviously, it's the, the soil in there is has some sort of nutrition in it to begin. I usually use Fox from Ocean Forest soil. And then from there, just doing one transplant up to that final container. And then from there, you know, whether it be a 70 gallon container, 10 gallon container, whatever. Then you're not transplanting anymore. You had a chance to actually sprinkle in that mycorrhizal fungi directly on the roots because you had that uh, opportunity to transplant. And I've always just seen real vigorous growth and um, really not not transplant shock uh, doing that way. So that's kind of the, the approach I've been doing these days. I've never actually put a clone right into a pot before. You did that? You put a clone oh, right Oh, yeah, yeah. It takes a long time. I mean, you really have to watch the temperature of the media there's been so many times where i just stuck it directly into the soil and then neglected with hormone? temperature what with a hormone yeah with and yeah. without hormones both time into a pot oh yeah yeah okay, as long okay. As there's enough oxygen in there and the temperature is right it'll root okay. now it's always been 14 plus days for me it's not gonna mean anywhere near as fast as some of the other methods out there but you can absolutely just clip snip directly into the soil as long as the temperature is good there and the moisture level is good, then you're good. It'll root eventually. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're, sorry. You were that. saying the temperature, the soil temperature. You said you were doing it in the soil. Yeah. Temperature. I mean, that, that. whenever I did it, 
there's been times where I neglected the soil temperature and I've got all these clones and I've lost clones because they just died off because I neglected that temperature, right? So seedling mats, a lot of people use those to heat it up um, because, yeah, even in the summertime or springtime, you think it's warm enough, but not down in the soil level, you know, so. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's the thing too. A lot of people don't think about the the root zone temperature, how important that is overall. And if you're putting that in there, it's super sensitive. Goblin used to always, Green Goblin, he used to always uh, clone that way. And his plants would look like wonky to start. I'm like, what the hell? And, but he just used aloe to do it. Super simple and easy. But lo and behold, they would root and they would take off, but it would take longer. But his cost was so much lower than anyone else's because he just would grab some aloe, drop it, and boom, simple. So like, there's those advantages, you know, give and take. You can have speed, a faster result using other forms, but then you sacrifice the cost and, again, sustainability. So there's options, I feel like, with uh, with cloning, with planting. It's crazy the the vast majority of people who follow, like, the single-step recipe, so to speak. But there's so many people who break the the mold and do other things, like K&F, or even, again, like, people still doing DWC, but different ways and different methods, how they're doing it with a totally DIY-created kit, you know? Versus somebody who bought uh, like a current culture system or something that was actually made just for DWC. There's so many ways to do it. There's no like one right way to grow, which is a trip. But at the same time, like it's the end product that always matters the most. You could set a bunch of different products around. I know there'll be the organic snobs and I grow organic too, but I don't understand the argument. But they'll be like, well, organic is the best terps. It's like, well, if somebody knows what they're doing and the plant's getting the micro and macronutrients it needs, they got the right blend, you know, some sort of little stash blend, something like that, that works good, then it's going to do good. But if it doesn't, well, then obviously your end product's going to show. So I feel like that's the biggest situation is always the end product. As long as you're happy with your end product, you're growing the best smoke. You're doing great. But if you can do better financially with it or, again, sustainability, longevity in your garden, pivot, make it happen, you know? Yep, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, you guys, uh, you guys got anything crazy growing on right now? Yeah, it's got, uh, some plants flowering. I mean, I'm coming up touching week four of flowering for three out of the four plants. The other plant I put in a little bit later. So I think it's like week two of flowering, but, uh, so Hades throne by Zaza genetics looking great. Curb stomper by prism labs. I've got uh, American pie by grow more fire. And then a, uh, runs by homegrown co. Nice. And, um, Everything's looking great so far. Like I mentioned, I just uh, hooked up the blue mats. I'm actually going away this weekend, so fingers crossed that uh, everything everything works out good as far as the auto watering. Hopefully, I don't come back with uh, flooded plants. For example, <laughs> you know, some people have uh, encountered that before with blue mats. Not me, luckily. But uh, but yeah, everything's looking good. Just um, doing one last run here before summertime. I usually like to take a, a month off or so for summer when it's really really hot just because um, it's easier to take that month off and not grow. I don't need to. I'm just growing for myself. So, yeah, things are going so far and good in my garden. What about you guys? Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy with my tings as well. I've got sherb cream pie. I've got chemistry from Boston Roots Genetics. That's a headbanger crossed with motor breath 15. I've got super sour skunk, which is some cross, but I've got the right phenotype. The one we had at Franklin Fields was pretty and big buds. Terps weren't there. When I got, she hit her. And then some seeds or some beans that I just popped, some baked beans. 
Um, I've got a chem cake, which is 4DD, which is a chem dog back cross uh, with wedding cake. And that's from people in the stairs genetics. And then I've also got the Sherbanger crossed with, I believe it's a Girl Scout cookies. And that's a collab with Boston Roots and people in the stairs genetics. Just pop those. Mm. And then I got Chilot OG also. Hell yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I'm keeping it th- keeping it fly as well, man. Uh, I've got a, uh, we're talking about keeping it sustainable in the garden. I'm trying to actually go outdoors for the very first time. And uh, that's going to be starting June 1st that we put those plants into the ground. And man, I've got, I got a handful of stuff. We got some Zazas. I got some OGs. Uh, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. It's got, I've never grown outside before, but it's like, I want to, I, I met an individual that says that, not says, that is putting outdoor grown product on the shelf next to indoor grown product and it's comparable like in terms of like visuals you know um i i personally haven't tried it to be able to say if it's gonna stand the test but it's like try it oh i will oh i will oh i will but it's like you have to see any outdoor that fucks with some good indoor like i have from cali in the perfect areas in california maybe but yeah well and that's exactly it like if if you can manipulate this environment I we have very comparable temperatures to California during the summertime. So, you know, we can get some pretty good product out here. I do believe it. I do believe it. Now again, I haven't tried it to see if it's true, but I want to be able to prove it for myself. So I think, you know, and am I gonna be able to figure it out in the first run? No, but I think this is the start of something different, something new, you know. Oh, yeah. Um put it to the test, you know, because there are a lot of outdoor growers out there that say, No, my stuff is comparable to indoor i have yet to see it myself you know rob you're not the only one to stand on that um on that note but you know i'll I'll figure it out i'll figure it out i i I think you know there's a great way to take a hybrid of both systems utilizing indoor and outdoor and especially with like good greenhouse so you know i think i think anything is possible so i'm gonna i'm gonna give a shot well like i mean i'll be the first to admit i've had some fire sun-grown rosin super good i i do think that there is something to it in terms of maybe the extraction or the agitation of that but i think maybe the plant material depending where it's grown isn't quite the same i feel like there it just i don't know there's something to it something to it. it's not as sharp in certain areas it's got this like i said a gamey you know i always describe it that way it's like if you've ever had a venison burger versus a regular hamburger Sometimes you can get that Vanny burger that'll hit right, but a lot of times I don't know if I it's gamey. It's just gamey. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's the same with outdoor. It'll have that tinge of it. It's good, but it's sun grown. Like, I mean, I can spot it. We had some fire sun grown, but I still could immediately tell the difference between his indoor and his outdoor. Night and Me day. too. And, Me but too. It's still, uh, yep. Like, it's still fire. I can't deny it, but there is good sun grown, but I feel like it's the same thing as it is in some indoor cases. It's craft or small or small batch. Like Trey's grown really good too, but it's not these massive, huge. I mean, maybe the Mendo boys are crushing it. I could see them doing it, but there's not these huge plants that are always that dank. I feel like it depends on the variables, the cultivar that's out there, where you're at, because the plant can't finish unless you're in the right environment. Michigan is tough, you know? So I'm only experienced with Michigan. And one of these days, one of these days, we're going to do a blind taste test. We're going to have Rob be blindfolded. 
and do a taste test to tell us indoor or outdoor. And we'll Let's see. Do it. We'll I, see. I kind of, <laughs> It'll be good content. I pissed the dude off yesterday, but he walked up and uh, Wink was there. He handed me a cart and I took a hit off it and I was like, botanical terps? And he's like, only 1%. Like, I mean, just immediately I was like, eh. and then like I hit his dube and I was like, trim outdoor. And he was like, Yo, yeah, yeah, but it's it's for our, it's for our jobs. Probably smoke since I was eleven. I'm thirty one, so twenty years of anything, you should have some experience in it. And this is what I do professionally. So I will wear that blindfold next time we link from the stash taste test. It'll be perfect because okay. Wink may potentially have his indoor and his outdoor the same cultivars potentially. Yeah, well, maybe great. I'll have something finished by November. Yeah, too, you know? yeah, or that I won't be able to bring it to uh, anywhere. Well, I'll, we'll come out there in an igloo. We'll figure out how to do it. We'll yeah, do it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But that's a hell of a conversation, guys, and I think it kind of leads into multiple uh, more convers multiple more. I think it could lead into multiple conversations. However, that kind of beats the uh, beats the time here for us here on YouTube. Um, if you guys didn't know, we actually record these episodes every single Thursday live, twitch.tv slash from the stash. You can come check us out 1 p.m. Central, 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific. You can come participate in the audience because if you thought I was smart, <laughs> another thing coming i actually had all the tips and tricks and comments in the chat the whole time to cheat from so you can come participate <laughs> as well so come do that from the stash.com uh or no from uh, twitch.tv slash from the stash or from the stash.com come check it out but hmm, i think that's it hey eh, boys for, yeah, let's for continue YouTube. the conversation on twitch we usually do a smoke session on twitch here so uh we'll sign off on youtube and uh stick around twitch we're gonna chill with you for a little while longer yeah I got one Let's twist. do it. Let's do it. See you guys. Take care. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.